You're listening to The Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and the creative life from an Asian-American perspective. If you want to ask me why, or how I can live with all the lies, I couldn't even really tell you. Can my eyes close but now they're open wide? The guilt is killing me inside. Didn't know I had so many issues. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 63 of the Cloudcast. I'm your host Marvin Yoi. With me as always is my co-host Christine Minji Chang. Hello everyone. Who has become sick for the first time Stop in 2016. solidifying that. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I'm not fully See, sick. This, this is what happens when Minji goes to the Bay Area. She gets Tisn't. those Bay Area germs and just... I blame the whole thing on my sick. mom. That's awful. Not your mom, just your you know hometown, that's all. Hater. Joining us this week, we have two very special guests, the hosts of the number one Monk Rewatch podcast, <laughs> Improv we can't Masters argue with and Actors. It is. Will, fact. <laughs> Will Choi and Keiko Agena. Hello. Hi. Filmed in front of a live studio audience, guys. A four. Yay. A four. A four um, of us. But... Guys, I don't want to get sick, so can I leave? <laughs> <laughs> Too late oh, now. Damn it. You've okay. been you've been lured into the oh. layer of my germs. <laughs> Welcome, I'm guys. I'm not fully sick, guys. I'm fighting it. <laughs> okay. Welcome. Vitamins. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having Hi. us. Hi. Yeah. Keiko and Will are also improv partners for uh, what's your team called? Uh, Renegade Justice Patrol. I love it. I love it. Marvin's yeah. like, I, I haven't taken him off class. Oh, no, no. <laughs> well, you did I, for... I, I've been to a bunch of their shows. Very yeah. cool. Oh, I know. Marvin's the best. <laughs> he is. Head off to Hollywood at like, what's it, midnight usually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, close. <laughs> it's, it's pretty close, close to midnight. midnight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> Welcome to our, our collab cast. We've been we've been talking about having you guys for on for a long time, so this is very momentous that it's actually happening. Very happy to be here. We're just yeah. glad to have... A, other members of the podcast community joining together, yeah, creating like mashup podcast juice. I don't know <laughs> where this metaphor is going. Let's, let's take that out. In Nelson's <laughs> near you, <laughs> so for like yeah. eighteen times the normal price yeah. at Gelson. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's really um, it's really great to have you guys. Yeah, I've known Keiko for Thanks. a few years now, for forever, oh, yeah. man. Oh. Was, we um, met randomly too. Yeah, we, we met, met so like randomly. I think it was it was when I first started collaboration in LA. Um, I was assigned to go to a um, I think it was a tsunami relief thing. Yeah, in Santa Monica, um, by collaboration to be like our representative. And then I was just like, oh, it's my first event, so I'll just network with a bunch of people. So just randomly talked to Keiko and her husband uh, Shin. Yeah, and then we just. Hit it off. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't know if... I, correct me if I'm wrong, Marmon. Um, but I, I'm real awkward at um, those kind of socializing <laughs> events. And I don't know if you felt this, but I felt like that, that scenario where we're two people just kind of standing. Like, just <laughs> standing next to each other. Like, uh, I love how we're recreating this. It's the best. I don't remember it being awkward oh you though. don't maybe you were not awkward i was real i was really? real awkward <laughs> i was just so like, happy people you were so easy to talk to, to me. Yeah, yeah yeah no 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 yeah me too i was like well i don't know anyone here my husband's like setting up to do his music gig and yeah. i'm like thank god thank god this nice person is talking to me Aww. <laughs> that's what it was like and then i was just like i've never seen gilmore girl sorry yeah, no, at all at all we talked about yeah. everything but Think, yeah, you, know, you uh, told me about how you got married and yeah. all that stuff. It's really fun. Yeah. fun. Wait, so did you find out during that conversation that she was from Gilmore? So. You found out later. I think you, I think you mentioned being an actor, and it's, oh well, you've been in, and that's when I knew. I know you told me about being from Gilmore Girls, and then I knew of Gilmore Girls because one of my friends from college loves Gilmore Girls, but I never, you know, accepted her <laughs> invitation to go watch it with her. Mm. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> but I that's knew it was what... a big deal, and that was really cool. Yeah, and yep. you know. Your husband's a cool guy. Yeah. How'd you meet Will then? I met Will we through... Met at the Kami Kami Festival. Yeah. I think that's how I, I met both of you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been friends for like less than a year. Yeah. But it's been amazing. But it's been a... Yeah. It feels like a lifetime. Before then, I knew him as 
that guy in Keiko's improv group. Yeah, that's how. I, that's, honestly, honestly, that's that's how I am known. I haven't, I haven't quite made a name for myself independent from Keiko. <laughs> 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 and here we have you both together. I know, right? It'll Attached. Ne- it'll never end. It'll just never continually be that guy that hangs out with yeah. Keiko. No. Yeah. But yeah, it makes everyone laugh. Yeah. But uh, having um, a little improv sesh before. Yeah, we we did um, British accents, and it was very British. Fun. It was the best, <laughs> most accurate British accent British in accents. the world. I actually just watched a um, a show by Emily the Great, Emily Moss, who is a British Chinese singer songwriter who just um, played a couple shows in the states. Oh, cool! And she has a British accent, and it was super cute. Oh, it was oh, awesome. Nice. Um, but. Every week we start the podcast off with by going around the table and talking about what's on our minds in the world of pop culture and Asian stuff. Ooh. Doesn't always have to be Asian stuff, just stuff. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a, Sometimes that's, it's Asian that's stuff. That's the technical term, mm. not issues. Stale. We've moved off of issues into stuff. <laughs> but uh, let's start with our guest, Keiko. What's been on your sure. mind? Uh, uh, TV is always on my mind. And I guess the thing that's most on my mind is uh, this show called Ink Master. And uh, it, I don't know that it has anything at all to do with Asian American It doesn't have stuff. to, like you said. <laughs> You're thinking it. You're interested well, we'll in it. I'm Asian, right? We'll, we'll you make, are. Yeah. It doesn't we'll matter. It, we'll it does make, not yeah. have to be Asian. We'll make oh, it work, I'll, I'll say one thing, because I have never gotten uh, a tattoo, and my husband hasn't either. And one of the things is like, um, even now, even now he would never get one because of his mom, mm-hmm. because of the tradition of that being gangster in Yakuza. Japan. And yes. unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. Even now he says that if he showed up, if he went home and his mom saw him with even a small tattoo, she would, she would, she would lose it. Like he would die. He says he would die. He says <laughs> yeah. that she would she die would or kill. be killed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Murder. Either she would kill him or kill herself or oh, both no. or something like that. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's intense, man. <laughs> yeah. But I'm fascinated yeah. with that show. I love that show so much. You guys have yeah. that tattoos? Show so much. Well, before we get to that, let's just give oh. some context to the listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned this what? through oh, okay. just reading the Wikipedia article because I didn't have time to watch any of the episodes. But apparently... The best way I can describe it is it's top chef for tattoo artists. Yeah. Right? Top chef for tattoo. That's amazing. <laughs> it's crazy yeah. though because there's these people uh, uh the contestants are doing tattoos on these people and like it's a gamble. They're ca- they're they're committing yeah. very much so to yes. a risky uh yeah, it's crazy cuz you, you, you get a design and what if you get paired with some guy that doesn't do the design well? You're just stuck with a pretty shitty tattoo. Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, I'll say I'll say two quick things about about, about it. One, there's a thing. So people show up to this show and to, to get tattooed, and there's there's a thing called the skull pick, which is the the um the person that the tattoo artist who is on top gets to choose, gets to assign who gets what, and um, their job is to to make that other tattoo artist look bad because it's a competition. So if you do new school art and this other person wants traditional Japanese, he's going to pair you two together. He's basically trying oh. to screw you. So that's one. That's insane. That is absolutely That's insane, nuts. right? That you're going to get a tattoo by someone that's that's not their thing specifically. That is absolutely It's probably insane. just free. You get free. It's free, right? It's free. It's yeah. free. But that's so. the only thing. But that's <laughs> the only thing. It. It's like uh, we our guest last week, um, Anto Chan, was talking about how he... Um, Wanted to get a tattoo of his like sur- family surname on his back, like his brother, and then he w- took it to a tattoo tattoo artist who just messed it up. Oh. <laughs> he put an extra yeah. an, an extra something or extra line or something, oh. so it means nothing. It just like it's a oh. non. And that reminds because like, he he mentioned that it was a Caucasian tattoo artist oh. who like doesn't do Chinese words. So Jeez. that's yeah. a risk. Yeah, but it's mm. always amazing. I so I can understand why you getting why you get into this show because. Um, a lot of these shows where it's, it's skill based, it's about like people really good at what they do, like trying to prove that they're the best. It's there's something very compelling about that. That is more compelling than like who's this guy going to hook up with later on. Like, yeah, I don't watch know? any of those bachelor shows, yeah. or I don't watch anything that has to do with people living together and lying yeah. and backstabbing and <laughs> jealousy. <laughs> reality, I, it's all, all, all I, I'm obsessed with uh, reality television, but it's all competition based, yeah. like like artists, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people, where I get to see what yeah. they're creating, right, people right. doing like cool, like like 
Is Cake Boss a competition? No. Yeah, yeah. Cake Boss is yeah. it's it's not the best if you're going to go for um um high dessert. drama. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, like a super high quality stuff mm. uh, as far as um, uh, uh, pastry art. But he, but he's it's great. Yeah. It's still a competition. It's to work at his place. <laughs> I'm looking at photos right now. I'm sorry. When you said Ink Master and tattoos, I had to like Google it, and yeah. these are incredible. Yeah, yeah. This, this this is a whole other different. I mean, it's a different genre of art. How do you? This guy just put Willie Nelson on this guy's shoulder. It's pretty crazy. Three D. And the the last thing I want to say about this, and then we can move on to other topics. But there's a thing called an open canvas, which means that you agree. Like they call canvases the people that actually come in to get tattooed. Th- that you agree to let the the tattoo artist tattoo whatever they want Mm -hmm. whatever they want like a full 35 hour back piece and that's you just live with that 35 hours at the very end yeah the top four do you like whatever their tattoo (laughs) so some people really like that that's what they get addicted to it is that they actually enjoy the pain that there's yeah and it depends where you get the tattoo on your body too is that Mm. the level of pain have you seen those reverse tattoos or like instead of like painting on the skin, they're like digging out of it. Oh, <laughs> no. I've seen yeah. the. Sc- you mean like scarring where they yeah, do like, scar- oh. like where it's like layered and textured. Oh. Well, I heard from a tattoo Weird. artist that part of their job is to also fix shitty tattoos. So like you have to, it's their part of their skill that they could take something that was awful and unwanted mm. or whatever and and change it into something. So there's I remember there's something I saw on YouTube or something where they took old te- like old and new mm. wa- like seeing how they covered it or how they transformed it into something more desirable yeah, for said client. All right, let's move on from that to Minji's topic. What's on your mind, Minji? Um there's a lot on my mind. I, I spent the weekend, uh, I went up to the Bay, which is Marvin's making the culprit of my illness. Mm-hmm. It's planes, Marv. It's not Correlation planes. equals it causation. Is, it is It is airplanes. Oh, I got real sciencey and mathy. Yeah. <laughs> airplanes and rain. Um, I went up to the Bay to surprise my mom for her birthday Aww. last Friday. And happy birthday, mom. Happy, happy birthday. birthday, mom. I really wanted the um, second BuzzFeed video to come out on oh, her birthday because that would have been amazing. Did she you was, guys watch that? You guys? She was my Oh, my gosh. Both of them are so funny. So funny. <laughs> oh, they're so funny. Dila was in the second one. Yeah. It just was so hilarious. Oh. I, I wrote on my Facebook. I posted it and I was like, wait, is Christine Minji Chang my mom? <laughs> because it was like exactly, it sounded exactly like it's my mom. Honor. It it's looked a, like my so mom. Good. That scarf is my mom owned. <laughs> that scarf like it was everything was on point i got a lot of comments about the scarf yeah, the scarf. scarf it's like a korean mom um, they all wear fake burberry are they fake oh, I don't they? Know. it's real um but um the i went from china yeah no <laughs> korean fakes that's that's a whole other topic like and i'm gonna go to korea soon so we'll, i'll do like a little video but um i was with my parents i surprised her she was super happy but she was working that day my parents own a dry cleaners i happened to be kicking it with them at the store, helping them out. Um, and it happened to be the perfectly wrong moment for this dude to who was trying to like flirt with me and she's trying to be cute. But he, I'd been Snapchatting all morning because, you know, I was snapping my whole journey like, I'm on the plane, guys. I'm at BART, guys. I'm in the car. I'm almost there. And then, you know, I was doing the whole thing. And so he saw, he'd been following along and we'd been chatting. He's like, oh, that's so cute and fun that you're doing that for your mom. And then I get to the part where I'm with my parents and he made this comment of like, oh, my God, of course your parents own a dry cleaners. They're such a cliche. And something in me like completely snapped, oh and I got you Snapchatted. That's <laughs> yeah, I did Snapchat, yeah. and um, so I, I don't know. It got, oh, Snapchat! Got it. Oh man, I got it. We Welcome need to pump to the, some coffee right. into this. Yeah. <laughs> because Snap and Snapchat yes, share the same there first word. And I thought you were going to be the slow one with the causal and causation <laughs> thing. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, it was just like a it was a weird moment of like my instant reaction is my common reaction of when all whenever he all these jokes is like trying to laugh it off mm-hmm. and then I just couldn't. There was like the What did you do then? Did you Snapchat him and be like, "Hey motherfucker." <laughs> I should have. Well, the thing is I didn't again, you're in the kind of a deer in headlights moment of right, like that Excuse happens. me, and yeah. then you're like flooded with all these emotions of like mm-hmm. 
I don't know what to do right now. Yeah. What? And then I just said, my instant reaction was, wow, that's not rude at all. That's It was very kind of low key. And then he wrote, laugh out loud. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm such a racist. And I was like, yeah, actually you really are. And then I just Jeez. defriended him. And he messaged me, sorry, but I just like wasn't having Wait, it. Wait, so is this your friend or is it just it's someone like, Okay, it's a guy who is a potential date from like a long time. I never met up with him, but oh, okay. we became Snapchat friends. And so... Um, just it, it, that's how we've communicated. So it's not a complete stranger, but it's not someone I know well. And it's someone that, uh, you know, has, has expressed attraction or whatever. So they yeah. were like, and they are always saying flirtatious things. Mm. So it was not meant to be harmful, but still, who cares? like all jokes are meant to be like, right. <laughs> and I was like, but I just did not take that well. Yeah. I snapped. I got, I started crying. I got oh. so angry because I, I, it's my mother's birthday. She's almost 60. I'm watching her like phys- my parents run the store. They don't they don't like oversee employees. They do everything mm-hmm. like they sort they tag my dad's steams like they wash everything. And I was not in a place where I was just spending that whole morning scheming like how much money I need to make to retire them. Mm. And when he told me my parents uh, are cliche, I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Jesus. But I don't know like this is and this is something that and I stewed over it for the entire rest of the day. This was before lunch, you know, and then I just she stewed over it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you know, because oh, stew is a food. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Have you guys I, I found myself really um, just in this spiral of, of guilt, like I felt like an asshole to this guy, but then I felt like, no, I'm not wrong to have mm-hmm. been pissed off. Like you can't call my parents a cliche. Yeah. One well, context. I can call them like- a cliche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One- Cause she did it in her Buzzfeed video. <laughs> I know. Well, of, yeah, yeah, all of, you, yeah. All of that came well, into question. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was mm. like, well, like I talk about how my mom is like this and you know, we make fun of it, make laugh. Cause it's funny and it's yeah. real, but so, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, in context, this dude was also like a white dude, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. he was a white dude. Yeah. German guy. Like straight up from Germany. Oh, like, yeah. and yeah. And Germans. it's something that. <laughs> See, and I don't want. Then I was like, oh my God, <laughs> am I like. I, I called this out on, on Facebook. You know, I got pissed off and I was like, you know what? I'm not having this. And I'm always very positive mm-hmm. as much as I can be about everything. And I'm very attentive to like who's listening or whatever. So that, yeah, I just went through the, this is a total like <laughs> confessional moment of me like talking about my meltdown. Good. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people have never been called out on that kind of stuff, right? They mm-hmm. like something that I didn't really notice until I went to the East Coast was just how like how casual like racist jokes were. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you like when you grow up amongst Asians in like yeah. a San Gabriel Valley, you don't really like. I mean, you joke with each e- other, but yeah. it comes from a common. We all understand that it's not malicious or. Yeah. Because you know, we all understand it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whereas, like there, it's kind of like, I know you're making fun of me, but I don't know if it's coming from like a place of like you understanding what you're doing. You yeah. Know? Just so that, that's yeah. what I was really thinking. It is completely ignorant, but like it needed again. But having that, this thi- of course, like being in the work that we all mm-hmm. are so aware of everything. Um, I was like, I can't let this off the hook. I'm not gonna laugh it off. There yeah. was something very like rebellious about like yeah. my reaction I was like you're not funny <laughs> well, you're an is, ass this like, was right after you. she got really mad about William Hung thing too. Oh. yeah so it was the same day oh. as I was watching the American I was like are, so everybody can just laugh and that's gonna be that and I've yeah. experienced other things even in LA where like yeah. we're the butt of the joke and then there needs to be somebody on that receiving end to mm-hmm. be like well fuck you yeah <laughs> I mean it, w- what you said about like the deer in headlights kind of situation when that happened that happened to me too not recently but uh where i had just finished watching the imitation game with benedict cumberbatch who was in it and we were in the elevator my friend and i were in the elevator with these three older white people must have been like 60s and they were just talking about benedict, benedict cumberbatch and they're saying like oh wow he's like such a fantastic actor blah, blah blah and then they're like yeah but he looks weird he looks like um, something about his his eyes. They look, uh, they look like Oriental, like kind of alien like. And now my friend and I were just like, uh, like should we say something? Like it was like we were so taken aback because they didn't care that yeah. we were in yeah. the elevator with them, and they probably were just ignorant to it. The fact that what they were saying was that we look like aliens. That we look like aliens. Basically, <laughs> our eyes are or aliens. equating aliens. Yeah. With, you know, yeah. So when the 
elevator doors open and they walked out. My friend and I were just like, did that just happen right now? Like it was like, it was just so, I was shocked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and uh, yeah. after the fact, I was like, I should have said something. I should have been like, that's not okay. But like, I mean, I just didn't. the fact that you were in an elevator with them, like an enclosed tiny space. Where, it's like, I yeah. would have been like, am I a ghost? Yeah. Like, do you <laughs> not <laughs> see us? In, yeah. I mean, like, we are the what invisible minority, right? Like, they don't care about. That's I what I'm know. saying. That's yeah. why I felt really compelled. And even when I put it on Facebook, I was like, again, I went through the whole thing of like, did I just make like an overly big deal? I was like, no. And then it was funny to see the reactions that I got of like a lot of different people, not just Asian people, but they're like, that's that's fucked up. That's yeah. that's ridiculous. And um, it, I, it just felt like it was kind of like a shared pain point that. They're like, you can't do... And like so many of the children of immigrants share this because a lot of us have different, (laughs) you know, small business parent, owner parents, right? Who get dumped into this cliche of... And I was like, I wanted to scream at this guy, but I had already confronted him. I was like, my father's an engineer. (laughs) (laughs) My mom went to college and she was, you know, educated to teach English. And like, I went off because I was like, how dare you diminish my parents into like this and knowing their own struggle, like... There's so much to it. I was like, you're dehumanizing my parents. And I got like, so it's, mad. It's cliche because it's a trend. It's a trend because of economic reality. Of yeah. Being immigrants in the States. And, you know, opportunity and all the things. And it's really, yeah. And I've seen this, this conversation play out. Anytime anyone ever points out anything racist online, there's always two camps. Right? There's a camp that says, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. And the other camp's like, I'm cool with it. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think it's just intention. Yeah. What's the intention? Yeah, so I and so I felt a lot of guilt, but then it was just kind of going back between feeling bad that I'd called out this guy or like that I'd gotten so angry towards him. When the reality, I had to kind of process it. And I was like, I'm just angry at having heard this joke so much mm. by the time I'm 30 years old yeah. that when it hit me that nerve and it was something so personal in the exact right or wrong moment, whatever you want to call it, I my reaction was like it was. Putting off a bomb. That's true, but if this guy was really trying to date you, he shouldn't have said that. That's Whatever. something to say. I mean, that's what. I, and that's like, okay. If anybody's listening to podcasts, don't. That's not the way to flirt. That's a whole <laughs> other thing. And, and also, this guy was insulting your parents. This guy was German. So, I mean, we all know how Germans are, right? <laughs> and so, like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm just kidding. Sorry, Germans. Snapchat flirting. Actually, I should try that. Might work. <laughs> Anyways, you let us know how that goes. Let's move on from this topic to something thank you for more. letting me talk about that <laughs> i needed to let no. out my feelings okay. well i'm no, so excited good. to talk about your topic right now you don't Ooh, even know me too i'm excited what's on your mind will uh i'm gonna talk about something that happened very recently and i'm very glad that we're on this show at this very moment but we're talking about conan and korea yay. <laughs> yay. yay guys if you haven't seen it watch it it's so funny especially especially if you're korean but anyone can see it and relate. I was laughing pretty. Like Conan's always been really good with these remote type of things where he just goes around and just acts weird with mm. like random people. Yeah, that's because... what he was saying to the girl teaching him. He's <laughs> like, "I'm paid a lot of money and I'm famous for being really weird." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There's this one clip. There's there's several segments of the Conan Korea, um, but. One segment is my. I think my favorite segment was when he was trying to learn English or le- learn Korean from uh, this teacher, and she just finds him so disgusting. Yeah, and it's so <laughs> funny to me because, like, I mean, he was you know purposely joking around with her, but yeah. her reactions are so Korean. I, I don't know. know how to explain it. I was trying to explain this to Keiko the other time, but like, it's a very like conservative. Yeah, like very like, conservative, very no, disgusted. Don't do that. Don't do yeah, that like. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it, when I was watching it, I was like, that is so Korean to me. But it's yeah. very physical, right? Because he's like poking with a stick. Yeah. And like... I don't know. I, don't, I, I can't quite get I it, also but... feel like they should show that clip in Improv 101 and say, <laughs> if you want to describe what a straight man is, yeah. she is, she is that. the perfect straight man. <laughs> yeah. She's upset by everything that he does. Yeah. It escalates over the course of five minutes. Mm-hmm. Or uh, less. Or I less. Like, yeah. yeah. It just oh, it's get, so funny. She's yeah. so uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, she's just so mad. Great. I, I love it. it. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. But see, and then that gets me, and I'm like, calm down. Like, me watching, like, calm down, yeah. girl. <laughs> like, but then, I don't know. If, if they, depending on how they're 
filming it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you should get, like, they're doing a bit, but then I'm sure he told her to. Yeah, I don't of course. know. I yeah, wanted to, I, I was like, I think just so. be as serious. I, as I'm he... sure they were loving it. As I'm soon sure. as it started to go down that road, they were like, this is good TV. Yeah, like the... They kept her for the next segment. They yeah, took they her, did, they yeah, took yeah, her to yeah. the next location. I thought yeah. it was the funniest is when, like, he took her hand and he's like, or something, and she just, like, immediately took her hand back and she was like, not having this. It's like, no, what am I, what if my family sees this? So funny. It's um, and like the first scene where he arrives in mm-hmm. um in Chan and like he just mobs. It's just it's so such crazy. like a very like like they do that for K-pop stars, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, try to like touch them, girl screaming, and it's um, it's so crazy. Yeah, I I I just don't understand. I mean, I don't know. Like Koreans have. I feel like Koreans in general have this very obsessive thing yeah. like passionate yeah very passionate <laughs> and so like how, i'm wondering how big conan was prior to this like announcement i am very curious about yeah. that too like what is the context in which he is arriving there yeah because he did all that stuff with steven yun in k-town which yeah that can be something that's like i can imagine people in korea watching them be like oh my yeah, god yeah, yeah. Well, they the, did a special yeah, about jim Devon with yeah. Sharon. the korean spot thing was that's the type of thing that asian news love that's to report true. on because i was yeah. in taiwan in the winter and like there's always a YouTube segment mm. like, here's oh. what's on YouTube this week what? like oh wow uh. yeah. yeah no but and then like you know we talked about this a little bit last week but western culture is very very you know still a very cool thing yeah. in Asia as well mm-hmm. so we've been acknowledged by Hollywood yeah <laughs> you know I don't yeah. know I'm curious because I'm gonna go in two weeks oh cool oh my god yeah it's two weeks um and so I haven't been in 11 years, and everyone that I've told, they're like, oh, my God, you're going to not recognize it. It's going to be a completely yeah. different one. I'm like, what does that mean? I, I haven't been there since I was probably 11 years old. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's probably very different from how it's I time, imagine though. it. I know. Go. And I'm staying in Gangnam. Mm. So the place that Sai, like, ripped, and because like, he's making fun of it. Like, he's mm. talking when his, in his song in Gangnam style. I mean, uh, 11 we'll years see. ago, everything was still, like, farms and stuff, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were ox oh, Like, before Samsung. <laughs> yeah. What? They're in the pasture. Now it's a boba store. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it was so funny, too, because, like... With free Wi-Fi. Uh, the, he, there are different segments in the Conan thing where he goes to the marketplace and the PC bang. The and, one where he goes to have um, food with Stephen Young. Yeah, the food. super funny, because... yeah. Like, Steven, you reminds me of, like, a lot of my Korean friends. So, like, they know how to eat Korean food, but they don't exactly know what everything yeah. is. Right? Like, what is this? Uh, I don't know. It's a um, it's a Korean pancake. Just eat it. It's fine. <laughs> like, that's literally yeah. me, too. Like, I think it has some green There's some, like, vegetables, I think, in it. Yeah. yeah. No, like, that's potato salad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all knew potato salad. That's so funny. Um, yeah. And then, uh, like, they go to, like, the monk, the the yeah. monk, uh, temple where that wind chime is just annoying Conan <laughs> the entire time and, uh, and, and and I thought the coolest part was the DMZ so they go to the DMZ zone and they um, they report from North Korea you thought that was the wow. coolest part that made me so uncomfortable oh, it, it was oh my god it was like I was nervous but like it was the coolest part to for them to do something there like in wait what made you uncomfortable about it well when like they y- might just be kidnapped any second no, I. There are people that they point their guns at you. They like, it's scary. Uh, and this might be an unpopular uh, opinion, but the the fact that it was a, it's comedy, and I love all the segments, but that segment made me uncomfortable because, I I think there's a little bit of hubris about Americans thinking that they're safe in any situation. That's true. Yeah. And there was that a guy true. that just. Uh, that yeah. just happened that college kid and it he reminded like me of, a, a yeah he stole a flag and yeah. I was doing 15 years hard labor in North Korea mm-hmm. and there was a little bit of that arrogance of saying like oh we can cross the line and go into North Korea and do this funny segment <laughs> and we're fine because I'm Conan and uh, and I'm protected by this shield of Americanness and I was thinking motherfucker you could <laughs> you could you could do something accidentally yeah. you could like touch something that you're not supposed to touch and it causes an issue that now all now everybody has to deal with yeah. Yeah. we as americans now have to go save your ass because you fucked up in a in a country mm-hmm. um that, that that because you wanted to do this fu- funny segment yeah. and that's not exactly all that they did because they did acknowledge that what they really want is there to be um a united korea and that they did try to touch on serious issues mm-hmm. but 
that part of it made I wasn't okay. I don't know. I wasn't totally cool with that part. Of I it. can see that because you always yeah. hear stories about you know tourists going to other countries and just not respecting yeah, yeah, yeah. the right. local exactly. culture. And you know, um, you know, it used to be American tourists. Now it's like Chinese tourists going around like marking <laughs> up hieroglyphics. <laughs> and yeah, some people just assume they can do whatever they want. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, there was that that other kid that vandalized. I guess a something in Singapore and had to be caned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I remember that. I was, everyone was like, what the hell? These guys are like so backwards. But like, that's their like... That's their... That's, that's their, their rules. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then respect yeah. that. When you come into an Asian house, you take off your shoes because mm-hmm. them's the rules, right? You come into like... Yeah. The rules of just traveling... A, like rules of living, actually, just don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Be respectful. I, I definitely did feel nervous for them when they were in the DMZ but I thought it was cool because you just never get to see that in, I don't yeah. know, you just never see and it. Maybe and maybe that so. is the, I mean, that happened through the authority and the power of Conan, right? Like, so yeah. if, if it's some other random person who shows up and say, hey, I want to go here yeah, and do yeah, this, yeah. they would all say no, yeah. you know, or like, it would have been that much more impossible. So, mm-hmm. I, but I would, I, I yeah, haven't I watched do, that segment yet. But I, I, I do yet. agree with yeah. what Keiko was saying, though, because of there's that, you know, th- yeah, you know, I felt that about other people in other situations as well, but definitely in that, mm-hmm. it'd be like, you yeah. are just toeing the line because you just think that yeah. you're untouchable. Yeah. Go there, and then everyone else is going to have to clean yeah. up after your bed. <laughs> it's just uh, the <laughs> one re- very short segment where he's like, Conan's like, uh, and, and now the weather in North Korea is it's uh, cloudy. It's cloudy. <laughs> it's uh, snowy outside. Stephen, how is it in South Korea? And he's like, just across the room. He's like, uh, it's the same. <laughs> yeah and um going back to just the conan you know series in general i i think it's really cool that like it, it would, would have been really easy just to go to korea and just make fun of everything mm-hmm. you know, how weird everything is but the cool thing about conan is even when he goes to like whenever he does his remotes it's always like at some you know random place and it's always through like how he's weird yeah and like yeah. he's reacting to things yeah yeah, yeah. And he's never like really making fun of uh, like he's you know He's making other people uncomfortable, but he's not he's saying... making fun of himself. I yeah. loved the part yeah, where he was just, like, yeah. Irish Catholic repressed. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, love, like, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It was such a good, so good. juxtaposition of like the Korean <laughs> repression. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally. And then, um, and then that K-drama scene was just... Oh, yeah. Like, and the K-drama. So that was oh, a real, God, I loved it. real show. Like, ah, for real? It must be. Yeah, I think it's a real... Yeah, I, I mean, think she's a real... Soap star. Yeah, she's a real actress. I know that, but... Yeah, it's so funny. She can cry at the drop of yeah. anything. She has cancer. <laughs> <laughs> cancer of the her, eye. Her eyes are not her own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think um, just any scene where Conan tries to speak Korean is Oh my god, I love it. I love it. When he just gets off the plane and like shouts into like a loudspeaker like, uh, you guys should all check it out. It's on teamcoco.com. It's a lot of fun. And it's just kind of cool to see, you know, someone having fun in Korea. Mm-hmm. I want to see that K-pop video. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. It's really weird. Yeah. You should watch it. Really, it's very funny. Yeah. All right. Well. It's art. It's catchy. That'll do it for this roundtable segment. Thanks Whoa. for participating. We're going to take a quick break to bring you some collaboration updates. And then we'll be back for more with Will and Keiko. Hey everyone, uh, thanks for listening to the Collabcast. Uh, this podcast is a part of Collaboration, a nonprofit organization supporting Asian Americans in the arts and entertainment, discovering, elevating, showcasing, and connecting the creative talents in our communities. As we head into mid-April, we have a couple of events coming up in a couple of our cities. If you're in Los Angeles and you're listening to this podcast the day it comes out, head on over tonight to the Arts District Brewery in Arts District downtown Los Angeles for a Creatives Happy Hour. It's starting at 6 p.m. and it'll be a fun social event to connect with the other creative people all around the Los Angeles area. Check out the Collaboration Los Angeles Facebook page for more information on the event. I uh, hope to see you there. For those of you in the Detroit, Michigan area, the Collaboration Detroit is helping produce the 2060 Lunar New Year Showcase at MSU this Saturday, April 16th. Um, check out the Collaboration Detroit Facebook page for more information. 
We have a lot of great content that's been coming out on www.collaboration.org. This week, we're excited to bring you our first remote Green Room session. Um, Green Room is, of course, the Collaboration Music Series. Um, this week's session features Astrologic, a musical duo from the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, check out that video on our YouTube page as well as on our website right now. Um, yesterday, we also released a new coffee break featuring Angie Kim, an actress from the Sundance award-winning film, as well as last year's K-Town Cowboys. We also have another coffee break coming out on Friday featuring Samantha Futterman of Twinsters and 21 Over Fame. So check that out on Friday. It's a great interview. And finally, Collaboration is still recruiting for volunteer staff members in all our 14 member cities. If you're interested in helping out uh, your local Collaboration team, plan great events, and create cool content, uh, check out the application. You can find it in the Get Involved section at www.collaboration.org. Speaking of the website, we're also looking for writers to help contribute to our Collaboration blog. If you're interested in writing about Asian American issues, profile Asian American leaders, and just um, and shine a light on the stories of our community, you can find the application to the editorial team also on Collaboration.org under the Get Involved section. And that'll do it for the Collaboration updates for this week. Um, now back to the show with Keiko and Will. Welcome back to the Collabcast. I'm your host, Marvin Yue. Joining me is Christine Minji Chang. Hello. Will Choi. Hey. And Keiko Agena. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was smooth. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Had a great break. Took a little personal time and, you know, <laughs> personal. did personal things. Yeah, I got some errands done. The bathroom. Oh, yeah. We all, we all did. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, I'm super excited you guys are joining us. So. Yeah been friends for a while now and podcasting colleagues in LA Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for a while. Uh, Keiko and Will host Drunk Monk, which is a uh, rewatch podcast about watching the show Monk from, um, it was a USA show? Yeah, USA Mm -hmm. Network, yeah. Starring Tony Shalhoub. And it's a lot of fun because they, you know, get sauced and then talk about Monk. (laughs) (laughs) My dad would have loved to be part of your podcast. Oh, really? He loves that show. He does. Okay. When, uh, if your dad visits you, Uh we should do that. No, I think we should bring you and your dad to do. Okay. (laughs) Tony Shalhoub, okay. (laughs) I would love it. Yeah. Uh, How long have you been doing that now? How many episodes? We just wrapped season two. Yeah. And there's eight seasons of Monk. So we have oh, six more seasons to yeah. go. My. <laughs> I give Will another season and a half before he just I has a mental it. breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> because throw he does. my laptop out of the yeah. window. He <laughs> does all the editing. I feel and like all the as promotion. we like, I've been listening to a bunch of episodes. And I feel like as we go along, it becomes less about Monk and more about your <laughs> oh, cast no. of characters. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so on our podcast, we we do talk about Monk, but half of it is also our uh, we do an improv segment where guests come in. And these guests yeah. are not always real people. Well, they are real people in what? terms of they come oh, from our. No, oh, wait. sorry. So Randy Newman didn't come on your show? Oh, no, no, no. no. Randy yeah, Newman, Randy Randy Newman came there. on our show. Yeah, Randy was like, Newman man, was there. that's such a get. He was there. I'm so excited. I mean, do you think anyone else could make up a song on the spot except yeah, no, for no. Randy Newman? Right. <laughs> it was definitely him. But uh, but yeah, we 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 have some unexpected improvisational guests that come on. It's fun. I mean, you guys have been doing improv. How long have you guys been on a team together? On a team together since 2012. So four years now. Yeah. Um, But Keiko has been doing improv longer than I have, though. A little bit longer, yeah. yeah. But that that team, that uh, RJP Renegade Justice Patrol, has has been, I think, one of the longest-running teams that I've that mm-hmm. I've been on. Yeah. Cool. You guys perform at the IO West in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. You guys check it out um, on the, the face. Are you guys on Facebook? Yeah, yeah we're on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Follow us. Yeah, follow us. <laughs> follow us we're, we're on, on the Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. On the Facebook. Before on it the dies. Inter- on the internet. How long does Facebook have? 
Probably another twenty years. Yeah, they have another twenty years. Yeah. It's the long tail. It's the as long, as long they just as had their conference yesterday. As long as our generation thing. survives, we're, we're going to use it. So yeah, yeah. 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 Eventually, right. it'll be less. M- we'll move on to Snapchat very yeah. soon. <laughs> I'm going to Snapchat. Start Snapchatting t- this <laughs> yeah. afternoon after I leave here. I really am. It's really funny. I've been seeing. Okay, this is like the whole meta thing on Snapchat. My friends are snapping their friends starting Snapchat. They're like, it's it's Jessica's oh first snap, God. and she's all being Gosh. awkward. So it's like a very <laughs> everyone's so right getting in on passage. it. Yeah, it's everyone's getting in on it. <laughs> Minji so actually just finished her uh, intensive program at UCB. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Loved it. Congrats. Oh, that's great. I loved it. It was funny, Very though. Cool. We did our grad show, and I thought, well, yeah. It's funny. You, you kind of feel when you get it, and it's really funny. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like that didn't go very well. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. improv. Yeah. yeah. But I love it. It's so much fun. Cool. It's addictive. Yeah, yeah it's it is. It's very addictive. It is. Um. Keiko and I are in a class at UCB right now. Which um, one? We're in the advanced study mono scene class with Julie Brister. Nice. Uh, Damn. Very, very, very We're addicted fun. to these yeah. people. We've already created a um, faux... Uh, team slash company it's called totally heather <laughs> and we're tr- really That's really we're trying to make it work we're really actually trying to yeah. make this thing not like just a, s- a class thing yeah. because cl- people talk totally heather. all yeah everybody talks shit about uh, not shit but talks lovingly about their classmates while they're in class and so i basically have feel like there's pressure in the within the next two weeks to make this a legitimate thing and not just something that's yeah, ephemeral we're, we're and we're trying to make a 16-man team <laughs> Um, very nice but it's, it's very fun so we've studied at io and ucb and done a couple classes at the nerdist school which are all improv schools it's at, so fun uh in la and keiko has done groundlings like a level or two there yeah that's so awesome. um yeah we it's it's so addicting and it's so fun and you know chris uh minji you know that like it's it's a rush yeah you know you you go out there you go out there with you nothing don't know what don't the know heck what is gonna, gonna happen and you just have to listen and focus and you know what yeah. i realized at my grad show what my favorite i guess what the favorite part that i might actually be okay at with improv is i like to be the gift giver oh, i like nice. because cool. and because uh, and i don't know why that happened but it happened like three times and my friends are giving they're like you know they the my classmates are like are thanks like, for that that was like hilarious the picture? like you're setting them up well, not like, the pitcher, because the pitcher's trying to strike them out. You're like the, yeah, you're the, the self-pitch. Like, oh, isn't pitcher. it a volleyball? Yeah, you're setting. Oh, you're the setter. setter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. It's a way yeah. better metaphor like than what I was They're, they're setting up the, the thing, and they're going, and then mm. they're kind of like, they're coming to them. I was like, okay, I'm going to swoop, and blah. And then they're yeah, like, you're, yeah. You're good at uh, giving them details yeah. that they can work yeah, with. Yeah, details. That's I good. love it. It's so fun. It's like the most fun ever. Yeah, for those who are listening that don't do improv or don't know anything about long-form improv, which is different from short form, which is which like is whose line, line and there's anyway? all these games. Yeah, and but. also Cold Tofu, which was a part of also mm-hmm. is a long, a long-standing, uh, amazing short form. Yeah, I mean Asian American team. Asian American team, yeah. Um, but yeah, with long form, you know, it's a scene where you just go off of a word and you just build a scene together, and you uh, give them details that. You give each other details that you guys can work with that we, where you can build a, a, a nice scene. Together. Yeah, it helps define who you guys are, what the what where you are, the yeah, scenarios to like yeah. give it so much depth and comedy. But and that's the, the funniest thing, watching my classmates come out of their shell too. That's like mm-hmm. the best part. And that's why I, I rave about improv. I'm like, everyone do it. You <laughs> never know like what brilliance you have yeah, in your head. Exactly. Because it's so funny. It's a good yeah. state of mind to be in as well. Um, I mentioned this before on this podcast, but um, during my grad school program, I did my MBA in Maryland. They made us take improv classes oh, as wow. orientation nice. just to get us in the mood. Because like um, MBA students are just naturally type A personalities. Mm-hmm. They all love their own ideas and want to take <laughs> charge. <laughs> and I'm so learning how to listen mm-hmm. and to work with I, others and to like, you know. Follow each other. Yeah, and stuff, it's... Yeah. Um, it actually, you know, we joked about like oh, using soft focus during meetings, but like we actually did it, and you know, mm-hmm. it's um, it's interesting to, just to see these concepts work in real life as mm-hmm. well, um, because there's so many people that are just so terrified of yeah, a improv in general, like just the the, the mere thought of not being, being in prepared. front of people yeah. not being prepared, yeah. Um, but and you can see like some people in my class were just like not not having it, yeah, because there was just so much in their heads, yeah. but everyone else just. It was fun for us, and then it was useful. Like, the skills we learned was very, very useful. I mean, so the main kind of golden rule of improv is yes and. So whatever is 
given to you or said to you, you, you yes it and then you accept you it. And it. it is reality. And you, you and by giving them uh, another detail, building up on that last thing that was said. And I think that's a good way just to approach life too. It's just like, just accept it, accept whatever gets thrown at you and then you make it work. Right. You know, I remember one of the first shows I saw of the RJP crew was when Will um, tweaked his neck and oh, it was wearing a my brace. Gosh. <laughs> and everyone you just, had really tweaked your neck? I, I, I had a uh, um, pinch of nerve in my neck, yeah. So that was real, okay. It was real. And <laughs> I was I like, told, is that a character? <laughs> no, no, no. So I told my improv teammates, I was like, I can't move that well. Uh, I can't move my head at all oh, and no. before the show went on. And then, yeah, it was that was such a fun show <laughs> uh, because our suggestion was Aquarium. So uh, I came out as a character that was in a shark suit where you can't move because I was like, I, this is the only thing I can do. Wow. I, yeah. So you made it work. I made yes, it work. Yes, and it is. Yeah. See? It was in a lot of pain, but I made it work. <laughs> Wait, so how many, um, can I ask, how many yeah. shows do you think you've done at this point? Like improv shows and... Oh, gosh. It's, it's, um... Is it in the hundreds? It might, might be over a hundred by now, That's just amazing. with all the little shows. Yeah. Um, about, does, about a hundred people have seen it, too. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One per show. Well, one, maybe, maybe one per show. Yeah. Maybe. There's something about maybe improv that it's very hard to bring people to improv shows. I don't know what it is. I feel because like every show I've been to, though, yeah. is like, at least your shows have been pretty packed. Well, we're pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. We're amazing. <laughs> so yeah. it's fine. We're and telling. also, we're like really diverse. So we bring in the we bring in and like, like at midnight too, which is you know yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good <laughs> on a Friday, it's you know, on a Friday. Yeah, um, it's awesome. But yeah, like uh, we there's definitely um, there's all these little shows that we do too that you just build the confidence of being on stage. Yeah. And like one thing that I it, a part of uh, an advice that I've gotten when I first started improv that has stuck with me till this day and i still love it is that you'll never be good at improv you'll just be more confident Mm -hmm. and that Mm. that's like interesting yeah i like that yeah because with improv there's so many factors that can affect your show Mm -hmm. time how tired you are who's there how many people you have in the audience there's so many different things that you can't ever say like i am good at improv but you're just confident in terms of like all of these things that get thrown at you. You just make it work. Right. And that's, that's been a cool thing. Well, I'm me. sure it also helps you guys out. Cause all three of you are you know, working actors, you know, constantly auditioning, sort of. constantly doing stuff. And <laughs> well, just, the auditioning part is yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are auditioning. Yes, we are. Um, and I'm sure just being able to play all these characters and like get into, mm-hmm. you know, just like come up with, you know, what the story is or what the, the character is like mm-hmm. in a short amount of time helps with all that right absolutely because that's the yeah. part with the improv yeah. is making choices you have to make a strong choice mm-hmm. and go with and it stick with it yeah and stick with it you can't like mm-hmm. drop it halfway yeah. like never mind i didn't like that yeah it helps yeah it definitely does and i feel like we're getting to a point where you know there's a lot of diversity in these improv groups like you know yeah I wonder when we're going to see an Asian person on SNL or one of those Ooh, big, like, that's the dream. Yeah. you know. That's a, I already know that's some contenders, man. I'm trying to wait for it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's soon. I think, it's I think soon. it'll be soon. It's yeah. going to be soon. So. I mean, because there was Bobby Lee on Mad TV way back in the day. Yeah. And so then on Sketch. Uh, what'd you say? People have mixed them up. They're like, well, Bobby Lee's been on SNL. No, yeah, like, no, no, no. SNL still needs that person i know fred armison is like part asian but you know he does, he's not like an asian like we, i don't think anyone says he's an asian cast member he's yeah like, he has yeah. like a little mm-hmm. bit in him but um yeah like with it within the improv community there are steps that are being taken to further diversity especially with ucb mm-hmm. um they really, there was a big big thing like was it last year or two years ago like Someone wrote an article or... Yeah. Well, they put them on blast about the diversity thing because... In, in New York, especially, yeah. Yeah. Um, but in LA, I mean, I'm sure both in New York and LA, but here they have... Keiko and I are both part of the diversity program where you apply to get in and you get um, benefits from being in it. And um, 
Are you in it too? Are you in it too? I'm not. Oh, okay. Oh, I applied. Are you talking about the scholarship? Yeah, the scholarship. Yeah, I applied yeah. for the scholarship twice and haven't gotten it yet. But what I heard was that so many people applied that it's, a it's, lot. Yeah. it's just like a lottery. Literally, yeah. just it really like, is. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, but I wrote such a meaningful <laughs> essay. Well, they give the, yeah. the, the pros like Will and Kaiko. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, that's no, so I'm lucky, perfectly no. happy. I'm, <laughs> I'm thrilled to hear that my friends know. No, but like seriously though, they really are trying to get their teams to be diverse because – if you don't know, improv is a strict, not strictly, but it's a, a predominantly straight white male dominated dominated um, medium, I guess. And so they they really want more people of color, more people, uh, more women and um, gender and stuff like that. Yeah, it more makes perspective. It so yeah. funny. Yeah, and it's so great. And I think they're really making steps to to do that. And within the improv community, we do see more teams that have more within this context more asian americans um i there's yellow fever who is an all-female asian team i'm on an all-asian male team called miss golightly and um (laughs) (laughs) miss golightly do you guys get it oh my god Um, but uh i I, I ranted about that something about it's about you don't get it either you're on the team it's about breakfast from Breakfast at Tiffany. Oh, I've actually think. never seen that movie. Well, he, you know, okay. he does yellow face and he yeah. Yeah. Her, calls her Miss Go Right Read. Yeah. Um, oh. But, uh, we're, I, you know, we're taking the name back. Which I was complaining yeah. about last Friday <laughs> with William Hung. But anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, good for Miss Go Lightly is going to be renamed William Hung. Oh. <laughs> I don't know about that. It'll one. be oh, well. Is that too far? Oh, well, that too far? I, no, no. I just don't like that name as a TV name. Marvin made a funny. What you Oh, I missed it. I'm sorry. Oh no! It's called "Well, Well, I Am Hung." Oh, 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 oh yeah! yeah. You know what? I'll the, pitch it. Pitch yeah, it. I'll pitch yeah, it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> These um, are all great ideas that we're coming up with. Yeah, but uh, it's 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 great to be a part of this kind of movement in the Asian uh, in the improv community to to be a part yeah. of. Like, now you're contributing so. to the entire podcast world, and everyone listening right now. Mm-hmm. Go do it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the first one of the first improv class I ever took was uh, the YWCA at Berkeley. Oh, cool. So it was with the most random, awkward group of people. Most <laughs> of they're just trying to be. We all shared why we were there, and most yeah. of them were like, "I just want to be more comfortable around people." Yeah. And it was yeah. really yeah. lovely, you know. And they did over the course of several classes. Like everyone did come out of their shell a yeah. lot more. Yeah. And it didn't change their personality in terms no. of like they're all if you're geeky, you're geeky. If you're into this or whatever, but like they just felt more comfortable. Confident. Yeah. With who they were, that I, was great. Yeah. Do you I, think that that's yeah. like the path that we're all on? I feel like I'm on that path constantly of just being more comfortable with who who i am and just accepting yes who mm-hmm. i am at face value and mm-hmm. being comfortable showing that to yes mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. honestly even the stuff that uh, to bring what i was saying at the round table like even publicly acknowledging my own anger yeah and and de- at the end of the day i'm glad i left it up because i was like yeah that's a part of i'm everyone who's listened to the podcast they know that i get pissed off about a lot of <laughs> things sometimes but i'm like that's if there's a reason and I'm processing it, like there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I got tired of being so concerned. Yeah. And like filtering mm. yourself. Yeah. Stuff, feeling yeah. filtered. And then, then you feel false that you're like just trying to represent yourself in X, Y, Z way. You're right. Like, Screw, no, no. Mm-hmm. I almost was, I was thinking about this actually on the drive over here of, of, of podcasts even and social media helping me at least make a transition to a more authentic self in a public sphere because of that. Because, you know, we do this podcast, you know, a few people listen to our uh, drunk Will and I's Drunk Monk podcast. But even those few people, I'm more honest in that forum than I am in the quote unquote public mm-hmm. spheres. And mm-hmm. because of that, because I feel like, hey, I'm a more genuine, honest um, person in this way and it's quote unquote public out, out there right. that it makes me... Um, start to accept that that's who I am and it's okay. Right. And so being here and being able to talk honestly, it's, it's the same thing. And then little things that we do, um, you know, p- pictures that you post, the, the things that you choose to show the world mm-hmm. about yourself, at the, the march towards those two things becoming um, closer, your, my, my authentic self and what, it, what I show to the world mm-hmm. um, is, it, it, I'm really glad that those things are starting to, to become to get closer mm-hmm. I love yeah. that yeah. perfectly yeah. stated and Keiko is like she does everything yeah Keiko yeah. Is, I do everything you yeah. do do everything Keiko though. is she very talented acts, you guys. she improvs she like has she draws amazing she pictures draws. yeah that you're now preparing for a coloring book 
you said? Or like you? Yeah, I you think draw, I might. You, I might draw. I might make a puppets? coloring book. Oh yeah, she does puppets. Yeah. Uh, she also does like alien dances. Like I do. Oh. <laughs> 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 I want to yes, see this. Um, I did not uh, know this is part of your well, I'm repertoire. Fri- well, I'm friends part with the Madelins, oh. which uh, mm, which right, are right, alien right. beings who um, visit this planet every so often at uh, at uh, my husband's jam session. I don't know, I, I'm friendly <laughs> with them. Uh, Tracy Katsukuriyama is also very good friends with these <laughs> Madeline girls. Uh, yes, they are alien-like and look interesting and dress and, and they, dance. And they give out cookies. And they give out cookies. Nice. That's amazing. Keiko, I'm so just curious. Yeah, Keiko's husband, um, Shin, runs this uh, monthly jam session in Chinatown yeah. called Midtones. It's and that's where we fun. hung out a lot, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Marvin and I got to hang out. Marvin raves. That's where I know I get to see Keiko every once in yeah, a while. And that Tuesday night, usually. Yeah. yeah. Aww, love. I, I don't know. I've, I got to meet you a while back, but I never got to sit down and talk with you until really recently. And I always wanted, like, oh, I want to ask her all about her Gilmore Girl days <laughs> <laughs> and all the movies. Because, like, you know, for a fledgling like myself, it's such a dream to, you know, experience going from all the rejections to getting the getting the role. You know? <laughs> How was that like? Yeah, we didn't really talk about your Gilmore Girl stuff this time. And we can probably save it for when you can talk about the sure. new season. Or yeah. The, the sure. movies. Oh, yeah. I won't be Four here. movies, right? Or... I just got the Entertainment yes. Weekly yeah. with the Gilmore Girls on the cover. I like, just Instagrammed it okay. <laughs> before I came over here. And then you just confirmed Melissa McCarthy's coming back for like yes, a Yes, Melissa McCarthy yeah. is oh my coming God, back. Oh, oh my gosh. It's, and I just the also, queen. speaking of social media, I reposted her um, acceptance speech at the MTV Movie Awards. Awesome. Where she got uh, uh, like comedic, Comedian of the yeah, Year or something like the, that. Yeah. Uh, she's great. She's incredible. She's been making doing really good job just playing like real characters, you know, like Yeah. Yeah. She has the I, I love her too because I have such a potty mouth like her. Yeah. <laughs> she's so good at it. I'm like, oh yes. yeah. Yeah. Spy um, was still spy? one of my favorite movies. I, I was yeah. she just rips into that guy. Oh, that's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't breathe. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Because there's so much buildup. They did such a good mo- job in that movie to building up the pressure to her. And when she cracks, yeah. you're just yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. And then she also did her lip sync off with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was so oh, great. Colors of the Wind, oh, yeah. you guys. So you guys are, are you guys done filming that stuff or? May. We're going to okay. be done with the four movies in May. Cool. And then I think sometime this, at the end of this year, the dates are fuzzy, but mm. uh, well, it'll come out on Netflix. So, so, so check it out on Netflix. Yay. And Kegel's been like moonlighting as her character. Like you've been playing... Um, as part of that, the the band, right? Yes. So I get. I can. I. I think I can pretty much. Well, I don't know what I can <laughs> officially like, I say, but there I'm already saying. have been pictures of. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, but you guys are just uh, hanging out. You yeah. Guys oh yeah. Playing. Right. Thanks, yeah. Will. Yeah. Just <laughs> We're just. Uh, I've hung out with those guys. Yeah. I guess. So I don't know what's happening. We kicked it. It's fine. Yeah. The band. Yeah. We were in places yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like. Oh. Wish we had more time. We're oh, out of time. wait, hey but listeners, like, don't you want to listen to more? <laughs> don't you want to keep on going? It's like okay. I've met enough people for like a lot, long time. Like <laughs> growing up, like you were their like their TV like yeah. big sister role model. Oh, like, yeah, that's nice. You know? Yeah, and I think it's really cool that you know you were one of the the first the trailblazers like, regulars yeah. on like a big. You know, yeah, I remember seeing show, her. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing her. I didn't watch the show. You did but not watch seeing... the show. No, but I remember I, I seeing you. Yeah, yeah, full disclosure, I didn't watch the show either, but I knew that your character existed, and yeah. it really meant a lot to me. Yeah, like Aww. a lot. And that's how, because that's how much I cared. Because I didn't even watch the show, but I knew that your mm-hmm. character was yeah. there. I didn't watch the show because it was a girl show. Yeah, there's yeah. girls in the title of it. I mean, yeah. that's going to put you off right there. I was too busy watching Friends over and over and over again. Right. I needed Just to expand like my horizons, but I didn't. That's my, still my problem. I don't watch enough shows in general. Right I know. Now. I just rewatch all these shows. I'm yeah. like yeah. rewatching Parks I'm right like now watching and... Wonder Years. You know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah. I still do that. And yeah. Fresh Prince. Like, I need to expand my heart. It's a problem. And whenever coming, like, oh, because I've been, like, watching a lot of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and, uh-huh. like, Fresh Out the Boat. And, like, I mean, like, I don't. I, I'm watching Friends again. Yeah, I no. Now I'm watching Parks. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching, watching Parks, Parks and Rex yeah. all day. Aziz Ansari is the best. Yes, he's the yeah. best. Precisely, he's so good. He's the he's one of the things that saved that first season. 
Do you remember the first season of Parks? It was was like so slow. I was like, what is this show? And he was the only, he was like the gem of that first season. Every time I'm making new friends and we talk about acting, whatever, and it comes up and I'm saying, oh, because I say, you know, that's the show that I would love to do. If they did a spinoff of Parks and Rec, I will fight tooth and nail to be on that show. Mm -hmm. But then they're like, well, that show kind of, I was like, well, how much did you watch? And they only got through the first first couple episodes. I was like, you guys, oh, it changes so much by the second. From the middle of second season, it's, like it's a it totally changes yeah i was like you need to just just listen to me (laughs) well also minji went in without any context from the office so oh well minimal context but like i get it and and i think what they did was so smart you know like it's ugh, i just and i just love amy poehler too yeah (laughs) because i'm i am that nerd that like loves (laughs) leadership the way that she does and then aziz is like the perfect like oh this is stupid i thought it was fun just because like i i worked with cities before and those city hall meetings are just like that Uh, (laughs) a lot of crazies one of my friends that I was talking, one of my actor friends I was talking about, his dad was on the school on the board of education in their town in like Jersey or something. <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, that's just crazy." That's so they get up in arms. Yeah, they, I will over, have over, this. over the smallest things <laughs> yeah. too. Like I was uh, interning at the um, Arlington County uh, Economic um, something. Management something, mm-hmm. and we were <laughs> we were at a um, town hall meeting, and there were there was a lady wearing a sandwich board, and she was mad that. Um, a restaurant's putting their like their board on the sidewalk with their specials, saying like someone can trip over this oh and die. That's so. It's that's very, great something character. that yeah, that's yeah. something that's going to wow. be in Park See? Park. Yeah, yeah. You can't so write funny. this stuff. It's like it's right there for yeah. you. You just transpose it but onto like, paper. Yeah, like going back to just improv and stuff like Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, exactly. Dirty Rock, like that's yeah. why Steve Carell, all of these people who we see on TV, they all started. Melissa off. McCarthy too. Melissa exactly. McCarthy, yeah. I heard she's I heard she's queen of improv. Like that's why oh, yeah. I've heard so many interviews yeah. from people that work with her in movies. They're like, I can't keep up with this yeah. woman. She's so funny. Yeah. Like just, all of all of these great actors that we see now and are really just have made a name for themselves now all started off doing improv and stuff, which is, I mean, for us as actors, like that's, you know, we want to be. In 14 months, that's where we're yeah. going to all be. Yeah. Based is on yeah. A, a you know. show. It's going to be based off of uh, Marvin's friend that works in the. It is going to be a. Pe- now, now, spinoff is a, is a generous word. It's going to be a ripoff of Asian. Asian version. We're going to take all of Marvin's Someone sandwich board do stories. A Parks and Rec like, mockumentary of like. <laughs> Asian American community because there's a lot of like that's what I said funny stories we're totally revealing this but I said we should make a mockumentary of like a collab meeting because we get really upset that's so funny you should do it about that font why would you use that yeah. font about on our flyer that's so funny I like it because yeah. do it that's so it's everything <laughs> yay I have so right. many questions for Kate going well. Well, we're out of time. Guys, we're out of time, guys. guys. We're just going to have to listen next time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Next we'll, time. Con- we'll continue. Uh, um, we'll, be up, we'll be back next week. Uh, yeah. It'll be a two-parter. Guys, um, just watch just uh, on the website. We'll have the full interview. Uh, just click on the website. <laughs> <laughs> no, but definitely we want you guys back very soon. But yeah. we are at about our time limit and we've got to clean up because we got stuff to do later. Doesn't, right, it, okay. it, doesn't it not feel complete though, you guys? Don't, don't you feel like we need to keep on going? <laughs> oh yeah, there's so much more to be said. Yeah. Hey Marvin, you only have to deal with this guy for one episode. I deal with this guy every week. Yeah, but Ooh, he, me? But he yeah. edits, right? So it's not really oh, your shoot. problem. Oh right. okay. uh, well, yeah, shoot. But yeah. like, uh, I edit this stuff so it's my problem. <laughs> so for, for all of you collab cast listeners, um, I know you want us back. So just write it in the emails yeah. or the podcast um, at collaboration.org if you have mm-hmm. any questions. Write it on a crisp ten dollar bill. <laughs> Address it to and Marvin. Seven to, to uh, Where can yeah. people find your stuff if they want to learn more about your things? Oh, cool. Um, so we'll talk junk, about monk, drunk monk, monk podcast. Junk, monk, um, junk monk podcast. So uh, we is that your intro? <laughs> no, yeah, definitely junk. not. <laughs> no, they have a theme song. It's we pretty. pretty we do tight. have a theme song. Yes, um, and a pet bat. Awesome, Oren. Uh, so uh, you can find us on iTunes at Drunk Monk Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Drunk Monk PC because Drunk Monk Pod and Drunk Monk Show are both taken. So we had to settle with PC. What? And then um, on Facebook, Drunk Monk Podcast. Yeah. And uh, if you want to know more about me, Will Choi, just find me. 
I'm around. <laughs> well, like, he's probably very, sitting uh, next to you at the Starbucks. Yeah, I'm like at Starbucks. Are, um, I'm at the there. local Gelson's. Yeah. Um, Somebody be uh, Snapchatting you. They're like, it's well. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in LA, check out their improv shows. It's yeah. usually at Friday night sometime. Sometime. Yeah, right. midnight ish. Uh, we're the Hollywood. worst. We're so bad at pu- publicizing <laughs> ourselves. But, uh, but search RJP. As I've noticed with many great yeah. artists, they're the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I just did 18 shows. We never heard about any. Yeah, I know, right? Watch out for your local. I don't know, online shorts or commercials. For yeah, you'll, you'll see me yeah. around. And, um, and Keiko is yeah, at... Check out... Yeah, Keiko's oh, at... Oh, when does this thing air? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, hey, oh, check yeah. out Grimm uh, this Friday. I'll be on Grimm. So that's a yeah. thing. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. And watch out for more Gilmore Girls news. That oh, Keiko's yeah. going to be a part of. Yeah. Follow, follow Keiko at... at oh, yeah, follow Ke- me on yeah. uh, things. Keiko again. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Will Choi on Instagram and Will S. Choi on Twitter. Awesome. All right. Before we go, mm-hmm. I have to say this because we can use the ratings. But um, if you listen to us on iTunes, um, give us a quick rating and review. Uh, we would really appreciate it. Just review. Do it. Right. That you want us back. Yeah, no, I'm Every totally, like if that counts. gives me a five-star review, I'll take it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> if you listen to us on any of our other platforms, Stitcher, Tunes, and, and I don't know, our RSS feed, share us with your friends who might want to listen to our amazing talk about improv and racist flirting and stuff. <laughs> um, we're going to be on Google Play podcast pretty soon, as long as, as soon as they get their act together and launch the damn thing. Hey. And well, I don't know what that is, but okay. I don't know what that is either, oh, we'll but talk. I'm getting on, on the bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Hello. yeah. Thanks to Jane Real for use of her song, Self Interrogation, for our intro and outro. It's from our new EP, Hashtag Undone. Thanks, Jane. Thanks, Jane. And for the Clubcast, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Truth sets me free